We would like to say a special thanks to our sponsor for today's show. Zeller Electric has been family owned and operated for almost four decades. So if you're local right here in central Illinois, you should really check them out because they have great services. Stay tuned because at the end of this episode, we have a special offer from Zeller Electric just for you, the H&H Hour listeners. Welcome back to the H&H Hour. We're so glad to have you with us today on this lovely summer day. My name is Heather Taves, and I'm sitting next to my one of my favorite people in the whole world, my co-host and my sister, Heidi Bolt. Hi, Heather. Hi, listeners. We're so glad you're here today. We've got some fun things to talk about and some updates to give you about kind of our life and the purpose of this podcast. Yeah, it's been a couple weeks, a few weeks since we've had a chat, so I feel like we always have to catch up. Yes. And get all the words out. Absolutely. So if you're a new listener, we want to say welcome. Um, Heather and I had this idea to do this podcast and it was a total God idea. Mm -hmm. And so we decided just to run with it. And it's been really, it's been an act of obedience, but it's turned into something that we both are really passionate about and we love. So we're glad that you're here on this journey with us. Um, and it's it's a fun and exciting thing. So Heather mentioned our chats and a chat is just when Heather and I talk about life and what God is doing in our lives and in those around us and just kind of in our spirits. And then we often get to invite incredible guests onto the show. And Heather, how awesome was Brittany last week? Oh, her story is just incredible. I tell you what, the feedback that we heard from so many listeners was just how encouraged they were by her faith. Yes. You know, yes, she walked through this tragic loss of her first husband, but the faith that poured out of her, you know, even listening over a telephone as we were doing with her, talking with her over a phone, we were able to just feel um, Jesus pouring out of her. And so I know that that episode really encouraged and her story encouraged so many people. We've heard just countless stories from people about how encouraged they were through it. I think the thing that struck me the most, so she's still a young woman, yeah. you know, by the, by her age, right? but her, her wisdom is so rich and it far exceeds her age. Um, and life experience does that to mm-hmm. us. It tends yes, to it grow does. us up in God and to mm-hmm. grow our wisdom and our faith. Um, and I thought that as I was listening to her share her story is just sometimes God does give us these opportunities to walk through stories, weighty stories, as she said, mm-hmm. that is, going to give him glory. Um, and it doesn't mean it's easy or it's fun, yeah, yeah. but in the end it does give God glory. And I was just so proud of her and now her new husband, mm-hmm. Daniel, for their passion in raising their, their little warriors, their yes. five, you know, little warriors for Jesus. And I am confident it is not easy. Because I have three of my own little warriors, and I know how difficult my life is sometimes. Right. And we're doing it without walking through extreme grief. Right. So. And having to maneuver children through that process and yes. what that looks like. Yeah. So yes. proud of her and so thankful that she was willing to come on and share her story. And, yeah. you know, I had a several young women reach out and say, she's so young like I am. Like, I, I've never experienced someone have that much faith and be so young if yeah. I didn't didn't know that she was so young, I wouldn't have, I would have thought that she was much older because of that. And I think it's so interesting that we often want 
um, something, whether it be material things in this world or the experiences or the wisdom that people of um, that are older than us that they have. Mm-hmm. But what we tend to forget is that they've walked a journey. Yes. They've walked a path to get that, whether it be a big house or, you know, a promotion or ministry success or y- you name it, right. uh, wisdom, experience. They've probably walked a journey that has been, in some seasons, very difficult. Right. And that's exactly what you're seeing with Brittany. Mm-hmm. She has walked through something very difficult that most 25-year-olds have not walked through. Right. And that's what you're hearing. And so as as young people, just remembering that um, as you go through life experiences and as you walk the journey, you will grow in yes. your wisdom. You will grow in your faith. You will grow in your understanding. Um, and that's that's part of your journey, just like it was part of Brittany's journey. That's so good, Heather. It's such a good reminder um, because so many people do want to strive into that next season before they've a- completed mm-hmm. their current the season. First season mm-hmm, yeah. That they're in. And and I think oftentimes we don't actually end up with the blessing God intended in the next season because we've not been faithful in the current season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're just anxious to get to that next place mm-hmm. where really we're supposed to be in the present right now mm-hmm. and learn what God is is working on us and sometimes digging out of us, Mm -hmm. which can be really painful, or allowing us to go through so that he can prepare us for what the next season holds. Well, and Brittany said something that I thought was so true, and I've heard it mentioned before in other ways. Um, But she said, you know, sometimes you look and the grass looks greener on the other side. And she said, and sometimes it is Mm -hmm. because it's been watered and fertilized and weeded. Yeah. And that is so true, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, so I just think that is so important to remember. Um, so if you are a new listener, Heather and I, the point of this podcast is helping understand that ordinary is extraordinary. Yes. And Heather, I am often reminded of that with being in the world of littles, you know, yes. with my little children yes. when um, folding laundry and my two-year-old is helping me, air quotes. Yes. And she's unfolding as quickly as I'm folding. Right. Um, So just helping remember that this story we've been called to, where it might feel mundane or boring sometimes or ordinary, you know, whether you're a stay-at-home mom or a teacher or an accountant or a doctor, everyone has those seasons where they feel like this is just mundane. Yes. Um, well, and, and I would even add to that if you're a supermodel or you're a TV actress. Or anything. You're, it doesn't matter what your title is or yes. what your job is or what your role is. Everyone can feel like their life, their story is ordinary. Yes. But when we change the way we view our ordinary, when we don't match it up against someone else's ordinary, right. and we say, God, this is the ordinary that you've given us, how we view it changes the lens of, of when we look through a different lens, we see this extraordinary story that God's got us in. Yeah. So good. So that's the point of the podcast. It is. Yeah. Sometimes I think maybe God allowed us to do this podcast just so that we would change the way we view our ordinary. Be reminded of it. <laughs> yeah. Every I, day. I do think of it. But I think that's how God works is yeah. he calls you to do something, to lead something, to be something, and that he refines it in you first yeah. before you get to help lead others into it. Yeah. You know, it's so funny you mentioned when this first started because it's been not quite two years yet. Mm -hmm. We're coming up on two years this fall. Um, And I just remember sitting outside in a little cafe and you had your youngest. She was newborn. Yeah, she was in a carrier. She was sleeping. And we were sitting outside at this cafe and having a glass of wine and just 
God just had dropped this yeah. just out of nowhere. Yeah. You know, and we were like, oh, we have no idea what we're doing. We don't know how to podcast. Yeah. We don't know what gear we need. Like, we, we're not techie. We don't know anything. Yeah. And um, I was profoundly sleep deprived. Yes. You know, in the throes of a brand new baby and a one and a half year old and a five year old. Yeah. I think it would have been. Yeah. So, so, I mean, and I think that's just the beautiful thing about mm-hmm what God can do in our lives when we're available. And we just say yes. When we're willing, when we just say yes. <laughs> yeah. And when it doesn't have to be perfect. Right. And when you're willing to work hard yeah. and put the time in. So if you're new to this podcast, that's a little bit about how we started. Mm-hmm. And it has been such a joy to bring people in and be able to create a platform for them to share their stories. Yeah. And as I go back and I look through some of our stats mm-hmm. and I look back at some of the episodes that are just getting so much traction, like mm-hmm. lots and lots and lots of people are listening to it and they're ordinary people yeah. that don't have a huge platform anywhere else, but people are hearing their stories because they were uh, vulnerable enough mm-hmm. and authentic enough to share it. Mm-hmm. And I love that. I love that we get to highlight ordinary people. We have a guest coming up. Um, I think her episode's going to drop next week. Yeah. And I just, her story is going to blow people away. Yes. Her vulnerability. Mm-hmm. And um, I know as we interviewed her, we were so proud of her mm-hmm. for just being so raw and real mm-hmm. in a society where um, it's all about perfecting it. It's mm-hmm. all about filters and edits. And mm-hmm. she was just, you know, heart open. And I think a lot of people, more than we probably even know, are really going to resonate with her story. Yes. And if not themselves, someone that they know or someone yeah. that they're close to. Yeah. So be sure to tune in for that. Keep an eye out on that. And if you're not subscribed yet, you can hit subscribe on iTunes and um, it'll help you make sure you don't miss an episode. Some great conversations happen here on the H&H Hour. Yeah. So what else has been going on, Heidi? Well, we've shared in previous episodes about our journey with my three-year-old, yes, Wilder. So I've got three kiddos, six and under, and I homeschool. Our kids were on summer break right now, but um, and my husband and I help lead a church alongside you guys, and my husband's also in a full-time career. Mm-hmm. So our church involvement is volunteer, mm-hmm. and you know, so we're not like in a staff position. It's just all volunteer, same as yours, right? And so we lead very full lives. Um, but we've kind of had this situation over the last, um, four and a half months with our three-year-old that's been really trying and it's taking a lot of my energy Mm -hmm. and it's taken a lot of my focus. And I'll be super honest with you, Heather, a couple of weeks ago, I was really starting to wrestle with this whole thought process of, maybe it's time that I just back out of everything. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it's time that I push pause on leadership. Maybe it's time that I push pause on mentoring. Maybe it's time I push pause on podcasting. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like no sign, you know, yeah. no sign. Yeah. Um, I didn't, none of these were things that I wanted to push pause on, but yeah. this was the human side of me going, you know, I just feel like I need to get a handle on this particular struggle. And um, the previous episodes, we've talked about what the struggle is. And um, that was my thought process. Mm -hmm. And I was at the point where I was really starting to entertain it Mm -hmm. of, I can't continue at this rate until I see movement successfully in this other area with Wilder. And um, you do realize that the H podcast wouldn't (laughs) sound as good as the H and H podcast, right? Well, so here's the thing. Like I, 
I mean, I am fiercely stubborn sometimes. Yeah. And so I knew in my heart, like, no, I mean, this isn't something I want to give up or even push pause on. But God, you're going to have to show up because I know your word says that your strength works best in my weakness. Well, I'm real full on weak. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But very briefly after that, I was reminded um, of a prophecy that someone gave me back in the fall. Okay. And um, this person is someone that I know through church. Okay. And she's a really godly woman. She's mm-hmm. a mama and a wife. And um, I don't know her extraordinarily well, mm-hmm. but I've known her for a few years. Mm-hmm. And so I know that she has a relationship with Jesus mm-hmm. and she hears from God mm-hmm. and she's she's a go-getter in yeah. her faith. And so I thought to myself, man, I feel like I need to pull open that prophecy mm-hmm. and read it to myself to remember. Mm-hmm. And if you if you don't understand what the term prophecy means, it's a biblical term that talks about something that is to come in your life, mm-hmm. something that is being foretold. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, it was so interesting because as I read through this prophecy, it just started to remind me of, oh my goodness, God is so in this. Mm-hmm. And the first two lines of that prophecy, it says, you have been stripped to a bare minimum, but you believed in me, you had faith in me, and you will have a relationship with me with depth you never knew imaginable. And it went on to talk about some things that like only myself and people so close to me would go, oh my goodness. But I was just reminded that, I mean, it's like I had a heads up, Hmm. you know, like you're going to feel totally depleted. You're going to feel like there's nothing left, Hmm. but I'm going to make a way through this. And then on Wednesday, um, if someone had told me, hey, in the next 24 hours, you are going to meet with one of your spiritual heroes, Hmm. your all-time life spiritual heroes. You're going to meet with this person and he is going to pour wisdom and prayer over your family for a total of seven hours in Hmm. three different settings. I would have said, you are crazy Mm -hmm. because I have three little kids and how would that even be doable and possible? And then it happened. Mm -hmm. Um, And through a series of events, um, I haven't talked to this gentleman about this, so I can't really give a ton of detail, but um, he's someone that we grew up with. Mm -hmm. He's been very close friends with our family. We trust him a ton. Mm -hmm. Um, He is a person that is involved with my children's medical involvement. Mm -hmm. And so, um, we ended up meeting with him specifically about Wilder and my husband and I did, and he just, he listened and then he just started pouring in so much wisdom and prayer. And then that evening he texted and he said, Hey, I've just been praying and I've been thinking about you guys. Can we meet again? And, um, he also said, Hey, by the way, I go to this, um, prayer group. That's a community prayer group. If you ever want to join, you could join. This was that next morning. And um, I looked at the clock and it was going to be starting in like 45 minutes. Mm -hmm. And I just kind of chuckled and thought, oh man, I would love to join that prayer group today, but there is just no way Mm -hmm. that it would work. And as I had that thought, my phone received a text and it was our mom. Mm -hmm. And the text said, why don't you bring your kids to me today and you go do whatever you would like to do. Mm -hmm. And it was just like the Lord went, do you get it? Yeah. You know, I'm making a way for you. Yeah. I'm filling you up when you feel so weary. And so I did. I rushed through our morning. It was one of those days where I'm like, this mama needs a shower. So I flew through the shower, dropped my kids off at my mom's, showed up at this prayer group with sopping wet hair <laughs> and was like, you know what? There is nothing about me that needs to be perfect. 
to step into God's kingdom and with people around me that can pray for me. I love Um, what you said, if I can interrupt you for a second, what you said about you needed more of Jesus than you needed your hair to be fixed. Well, I was was telling you the other day on the phone, you know, I, I had that because the Lord has had to heal me of perfectionism, have yeah. and He's been using my sweet little children to help do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and because um, let's be real, in mom world, there's not a lot of time for perfectionism. No. And um, so I had this thought: like, I cannot go to prayer group and be in close proximity with people without a shower. Right. And then I'm like showering real quick, and I'm thinking, I don't have time to blow dry my hair. And I was like, Oh, what do I do? And I literally felt this just thought. What would you rather fix your hair or meet with me? Yeah, and I was just like, okay, Lord, I'm I'm yeah. gonna go. I'm gonna walk yeah. in there looking like a little, little bit sleep deprived. Yeah. Like, well, you know what I think is so interesting about that is I think sometimes we think we have to be perfect. We yeah. have to have we have to have this all together in order to, um, to meet with Jesus or to experience the presence yeah. of Jesus. And the reality is, it, it's the opposite. Yeah, like He wants us. He wants all of us, whether mm-hmm. we're totally put together, mm-hmm. and I'm not just talking about your out, your outward, right. your hair. Yeah. I'm talking about your your spirit, your That's heart. Right. Like your heart was ready mm-hmm. to go meet with him. Yeah. So I walk in and I end up in a small group with the same gentleman. And so that was the second meeting we had. And he and these other precious souls who I'd never met, who loved Jesus, listened to our, our needs, prayed over me, and um, they ended up weeping over my son mm. as they prayed for him. And there's just something so very personal about seeing other Christ followers pray over your little boy whom they've never met mm-hmm. and cry over him. Mm-hmm. And I had a good cry, which I haven't cried about it in a long time. So mm-hmm. had a good cry and I just felt it was so life-giving. Mm. And then later that afternoon, my husband and I met with him again for a follow-up appointment. Mm. And it was just so... Um, encouraging. Mm. You know, he he did an outstanding job of helping remind us like you're on the right track. Mm. Like this, all of this tension and all of this struggle doesn't mean you're on the wrong, the wrong track. Mm-hmm. Like keep at it, mm-hmm. keep going. And I loved, he said a couple of things. He said, there's nothing where you can't worship through it. Mm. And I've known that. Mm-hmm. I know that, mm-hmm. but I needed reminded of it. Mm-hmm. And um that was so cool. And then one thing he talked about, he said, you know, keep in mind in 1 Corinthians 7, it's a it's a passage about marriage, but it talks about how one believing person can sanctify the whole house. Mm. And he was just encouraging us like, okay, Kip and Heidi, your marriage, your marriage is sanctified, your believing, your belief, it can sanctify the whole house mm. no matter what struggle you're walking wow, through. Wow, that is so good. And I thought that was so powerful. Yeah. And I knew the moment he said that, I was going to hang on to that. So yeah. I wrote it in my journal so yeah. that I could come back to it as long as I needed to. Well, and there may be somebody listening right now that needs to hear that. They may be the person that yeah. is being that faithful pursuer of the Lord for their whole household, whether it be for your children or for your marriage or for um, parents or relatives, you may be that person. Yeah. Yeah. So I just want like anyone listening, if you're at that place where you feel like, man, I just can't, I can't go on in this. Mm -hmm. People say this a lot. They say like lean into Jesus. And then I think often people think, okay, but what does that even mean? How am I supposed to do that? Yeah. And it kind of, I picture it as like that trust fall. Yeah. Of like, Lord, I like I you just you're gonna have to catch me. Yeah. And watch him work on your behalf. Yeah. Um 
because, you know, I was, I, I have been praying and fasting about this particular situation mm-hmm. and it just felt like the Lord sent in these spiritual giants yeah. to continue the fight with us yeah. and to go, okay, girl, it's okay. If you need to take a back seat for a minute, like I, I've got this, yeah. I'll fight for a while. So, well, so I love too, that you had taken those steps yourself to be in prayer, to be fasting. Mm-hmm. Like you had done some, some work, yeah, you know, and it, you weren't getting the answers immediately, but sometimes that's what it takes yeah. is you doing some hard work and then God does step in. He does fight our battles for us. Absolutely. Um, and I, but it's not always on our time frame. It's not always exactly how we envision that it's going to be, but he does. Absolutely. So that's a little update on our world right now. Okay. And I think this is so cool. I don't think you'll care if I share this, but I happened to be out of the state mm-hmm. this whole last week. Mm-hmm. And so I guess it would have been... My days are so confused because it's a holiday weekend. I know. I think it would have been Friday morning. <laughs> okay. Um, the Lord gave me something for you. Yes. That yes, yes. was just so powerful and honestly kind of unexpected because... Um, and I'll tell you a little bit about my week in a moment, but I, the same morning that you were going to the Bible study, the prayer Mm -hmm. meeting with Mm -hmm. wet hair, Yes, I was in a hotel room Mm -hmm. and I had a couple hours to myself and I thought, okay, I'm going to take a shower, do my hair, get ready for the day, maybe turn on the news, you know, just take it easy in a hotel room, which every mom thinks is a dream, right? It it is a dream. (laughs) And I clearly felt the Holy Spirit say, after I'd gotten out of the shower, um, you need to go down to that coffee shop that's downstairs and you need to go read your Bible. And I was like, well, I can read my Bible up here. You know, I don't know. Sometimes I think the Lord just needs us to, just needs to take us out of the place that we're in, you know, yeah. right in, the, in that moment. And so I also went out with wet hair, <laughs> which is so funny that it was the same morning that we both did that. Yeah. Um, and to some people that probably seems silly, but it's not something I often do. Sure. And sat in this little coffee shop and started reading and whatever, whatever was reading that I read every day um, in Psalms, just for encouragement, you know, it was fine. It was good, but nothing was really jumping out at me. And I've been recently reading in the book of Revelation mm-hmm. more from a study standpoint as I'm studying it for a series that we'll be doing at church probably here in a little while. And so I flipped open to that and I flipped to chapter 12, which was the next chapter that I was supposed to be reading. And mm-hmm. I, I hadn't been in this book for a few weeks. And I read this and I thought it was so interesting. Chapter 12 is talking all about... It's called The Woman and the Dragon. Mm-hmm. And it's this woman who gives birth to the son and is talking about the dragon trying to come and to take the son. Mm-hmm. Verse 11 talks about how the accused overcome. Okay. Mm-hmm. And verse 11 says, And they have defeated him by the blood of the lamb and by their testimony. And I thought that that was so interesting. Two things. How are they defeating the devil? They're defeating him by the blood of the lamb. So Jesus and by the word of their testimony, their voice. Yes. And right away, I thought, because you had mentioned to me a couple times, like, yeah, I don't know, you know, I'm really overwhelmed. I mean, you need to step back. Mm -hmm. And so I was just like, Lord, you like, you'll speak to her. And Mm -hmm. I thought it was so cool because right there, that was just showing you by the word of your testimony, Mm -hmm. Heidi, as you're proclaiming this challenge that you're walking mm-hmm. through and the victory that you're going to have and that right. you are having, that's how Satan is being overcome. That's right. And defeated. Um, and then 
And if you go down to verse 15, it says, Then the dragon tried to drown the woman with a flood of water that flowed from his mouth. But the earth helped her by opening its mouth and swallowing the river that gushed out from the mouth of the dragon. Mm -hmm. And the dragon was angry at the woman and declared war against the rest of her children. Mm -hmm. All who keep God's commandments and maintain their testimony for Jesus. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yes, (laughs) that right there is such a good promise. Mm -hmm. Like, of course, Satan would want to come against our kids. Of course, he would want to try to destroy us and whatever it is that we are called to do for the Lord through our children. But that promise, the rest of her children, all who keep God's commandments and maintain their testimony for Jesus. What a powerful promise that is. So powerful. And I think, Heather, I love that you, one, you obeyed that prompting of, okay, open your Bible, go to the cafe, open your Bible. And then God gave you a word for me Mm -hmm. that you followed through on, and you didn't wait. You could have easily waited and like, well, I'm just going to finish my time. You sent it to me. I read it. And then as I stepped into that Bible study, the woman across from me started sharing a struggle with her three sons. Hmm. And it was so cool because I was able to flip right to that word you had just shared with me, and it was completely applicable into her situation. Wow. So just that effect that sometimes when God says, okay, do this, we think it's just for one little purpose, yes. but the purpose is greater than we even see. Yes. And um, so just that obedience factor is mm-hmm. so important. No matter how big or how small you think it might it might be, God is right. always working right. behind the scenes. So yeah. That's so yeah. Good. So thank you for being obedient to share that with me because it was definitely um, part of a huge process over that 24 hour period mm-hmm. where God was just speaking to me and confirming some things mm-hmm. and going... Okay, you're on the right track. Yeah, remind me. Don't you be that discouraged. He's got you. Yes. Yeah. That's so good. What's the update on? Like, are you throwing the towel in, or like, where are we at with that? Yes, this is our final episode. No, <laughs> <laughs> no I no, I'm not throwing the towel in. Um, and I knew that I didn't want to, but I think that's, I think that's part of how life is. Is when it starts to get really heavy, we start to go, okay, what can I offload? Yeah. Um, and so. I was just realizing like, okay, this isn't something I want to offload. Um, I've truly got to let the Lord fight this battle for me because there's, I'm doing everything in my power and I'm doing all of the spiritual practices um, and responsibilities as the parent that I need to be doing. Mm -hmm. And I've really got to let God take Mm -hmm. this. And I loved one of that spiritual mentor that I met with. He mentioned some things that were so important. He reminded me that he said, it's important to laugh at the lies of the enemy. Mm. He said, don't let them sit, laugh at them. Mm. That's so and, good. Um, it's so good. Yeah. And um, he just, he talked about how th- just that need to be so humble mm. before the Lord in order for him to truly work in that. And it was so interesting because he said that to me and um, his very next breath is he said, I know you're going to experience breakthrough on this because of the humility I saw you display in that setting hmm. in the prayer meeting. Hmm. And I just thought that was so interesting because um, that isn't something I'd even done purposefully. Mm-hmm. You know, he could just sense it. And, the stature of your heart. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So that That's was really just, good. it was so encouraging. Um, but Well, and I love too that you're being so real about this current struggle because, you know, the last thing we want is for this podcast to be like, hey, look at our perfect lives and look yeah. at all of this that we have all together. And it's really, we can relate to so yeah. many people. Yeah. It, the circumstances might look different, but the 
the struggles, yes. you know, are the same yeah. and the heartache and the, the trying to keep it together, the trying yeah. to keep all the balls in the air. Well, I did have to laugh because I heard recently someone say, someone that doesn't really know me make a comment about me like, well, she thinks she, um, like she just thinks she's perfect. And I, I literally laughed out loud and I thought they clearly do not listen to my podcast Mm -hmm. because I have been so vulnerable about the struggles that we've walked through as a family. And I would be the very first person in line to admit that I am not perfect, Mm -hmm. that I am so far from it. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's okay. They're entitled to their opinion. They simply don't, they're not close enough to know my heart. Right. Um, and, and that's so. what's, that's what's so important. I tell young women all the time, if someone's criticizing you, you know, I think it's really, all, it's always important if, if you hear something that's, that's critical to say, okay, Lord, is there any truth in this? Yeah. Don't go ask everyone else. No. Ask the Lord. That's right. Like, Lord, is there any truth in this? That's and if right. there is, like, heal me of this, you know, let me repent of this and strip this out of me, but then consider the source. If it's, isn't someone who one has taken the time to get to know you and know your heart. That's right. It's probably not something you need to spend a lot of time worrying about. Yeah. Yeah. Write it off. Write it off. Go on and get, that's one of the sayings we like to say, you know, if it's, if it's something that is just someone that does not Mm -hmm. have your best interest at mind, just go on and get. Mm -hmm. One of our favorite pastors said that one time. Yep. He's a soul pastor and he can preach with the best of them. Yep. And he said, sometimes you just got to tell people you just go on and get. Go on and get. <laughs> I love it. So okay. Good. So um, fill us in then on your week because you had an, a very unique week. I did have a very unique week. I mentioned a couple of episodes ago that there was something coming up that I was pretty anxious about. Mm-hmm. And I'm not someone who really struggles with a lot of anxiety. For the most part, I'm pretty level-headed, pretty much able to take what you know, is thrown at me. Um, I think one of the things that I do have a very high capacity for juggling a lot of different things all at once. Um, but this was something that I was laying awake at night, mm-hmm. worried about not looking forward to bit off all my nails worried about. Yes. Um, you know, those that were closest to me knew that it was something I was really struggling with. So a little bit of background is that growing up, our family was a part of a church where we just, we believed only in divine healing. Mm-hmm. So that meant we didn't go to doctors. Mm-hmm. We didn't have any medical care at all, um, aside from just trusting God to heal us. Now, having said that, there was some unbalance in yes. that. Um, we are fully on board with doctors now, um, and our parents are too. Yeah. So, um, what that did in us was put really, really, really deep faith mm-hmm. in believing that Jesus can heal anything mm-hmm. and that he should be the first response. You know, yes, 911 might be right after a cry out to Jesus, yeah. but, um, so it instilled this really deep faith in us, but I didn't ever go to a doctor or get a physical or even get my eyes checked or get my teeth cleaned at the dentist or anything like that until I was, um, almost a teenager. Yeah. And then when I did go, you know, it was very traumatic for me. Mm -hmm. It wasn't that anything bad happened. It was a very normal checkup, but for a 12 year old who's never experienced anything like that before and has been taught her whole life that doctors were not godly, <laughs> um, it it really like something settled in me mm-hmm. that I have always had this fear and this anxiety about going into any sort of medical appointment. Mm-hmm. And I've obviously had to overcome some of that. I've had two babies in the hospital with doctors <laughs> and all sorts of things, you know. So 
my husband and I were offered this incredible opportunity to go up to Mayo Clinic in mm-hmm. Rochester, Minnesota for a week-long full-body health assessment. And my first response was, and it was going to be taken care of, mm-hmm. covered for us financially. Wow. Yeah. So a huge, huge blessing. Yeah. And my first response was, absolutely not. <laughs> that sounds like a week from hell. Yeah. I mean, I just, like, there was nothing in me that wanted to do that. Yeah. In fact, I thought, you know, it's summertime. I can say... I have to be by the pool. I can't go up to a hospital for a week. Like, I'm not doing it. I try to think of every reason I could possibly yeah. think of to say no. But the reality is, is I would have been silly to pass mm-hmm. up this great opportunity. A lot of people, even people in my life, I know would love to go mm-hmm. get some answers up at Mayo Clinic. And so I was really having to battle that. Like, mm, you need to be grateful for this. Like, you need to change your lens, girl. Yeah. Um, heart check. Heart check, Yeah. yeah. But the reality is, is I was so anxious about it. Yeah. It wasn't just that I had a bad attitude. I, it, it wasn't even that I had a bad attitude about it. It's that I, what it was causing inside. Yes. I was so anxious yeah. about it. Well, anxiety is a very real emotion. It is. And it, for some people, it's, you know, it's speaking on stage, you know, right. and they have to get up on stage that's and right. give a, give a message or a speech or announcements or whatever it might be. And they're yeah. terrified, you yeah. know, and I don't have any trouble with that, but this for me was what was, it was your that. thing. Yeah. It was my thing. So long story short, we ended up going up there and the first day, Heidi, I had 14 appointments in one day. Mm-hmm. I didn't even have time to stop and get a bottle of water. I mean, it was literally, wow. I had to fast because mm-hmm. of blood work and a couple of other procedures that I was having done, assessment procedures. So by the time I was walking back home to our hotel and my husband was up there with me, but obviously his health is different than my health. So we went our separate ways and yeah. we maybe see each other in passing, you know, yeah. in the hallways or whatever. But, um, when I was walking back to our hotel at six o'clock that night, I literally thought I was going to fall over. Mm-hmm. I had nothing left. Yeah. Um, but it was just so interesting because what I think everything is great health wise. Mm-hmm. Like I even beat the stress test machine, which was so awesome. The the heart doctor was like, okay, if this is a hundred percent, you got 117%, you beat the machine. That's awesome. Um, and that continued for two more days. I had appointments and different procedures and things with doctors for two more days. So it was three days of doctors and they were awesome. And I cannot speak highly enough of Mayo Clinic and their staff and their kindness Mm -hmm. and how, comfortable they made me feel and it was so cool to see God go before me because what he did was line up people that he knew would calm my anxiety yes. you know so instead of uptight very professional doctors I the very first doctor I met with was this dear dear woman who was very soft-spoken very mm-hmm. kind she said Heather before we do any sort of physical I want to sit down I want to get to know you and we mm-hmm. spent 20 minutes just talking about my life and my kids and wow instantly my anxiety dropped a little bit, you know, and he just lined up the right people for me to see Mm -hmm. to help get me through that. And so everything is great Mm health-wise. Like there's nothing wrong with me. Um, Praise the Lord. That's Mm -hmm. awesome. That's a great. There's one thing that your son was unhappy about. Oh, that's true. I am allergic to cats. Yes. And so no cat for Bennett. No. So he's very unhappy about that. Poor boy. (laughs) But he did not already have a cat. He was just trying to talk you into a cat. He was trying. And I was getting close to giving it. Even though his dad is like deathly allergic. (laughs) Chris would not be able to see again if y'all owned a cat. No, he wouldn't. So at the end of the day, what what I was really able to take away from it was 
God really does go before us and light up our steps. Mm. And we can't always see the five steps ahead of us, but if we just take that one step that he's illuminated, he will light up the next one and the next Mm. one. He will prepare a way. He will walk us through. And reminding me that he really is good. Yeah. And that I don't have to fear. Mm-hmm. I don't have to be, you know, the Bible says be anxious for nothing. Yeah. Here I was anxious about going to the doctor, yeah. you know, and, and stressed out about that. And it was interesting because one of the struggles that I do have involves muscles in my neck and shoulders being mm-hmm. really tight and tense. The first day they were so tense and so tight. Mm-hmm. I could barely turn my head, wow. you know? And so all of that anxiety was mm-hmm. in my body, up in my shoulders and in my neck. And, um, it was just neat to see God do a work in my heart mm. more than anything yeah. and remind me that I'm his daughter That's and right. he's got me mm-hmm. and I don't have to fear. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that was our week. It was interesting. You know, it reminds me, um, one of the things that this gentleman said to me, he said, just remember that the power of light always overrides any darkness you feel. And then he reminded me of that song that said, even my darkness is light to you. Mm-hmm. You know, so for you, that felt like darkness, Mm -hmm. that anxiety, that fear. Mm -hmm. And that's what anxiety and fear is. It's this darkness that you often cannot get out of alone. Yeah. But Jesus says, hey, even that darkness is light to me. I can shine light into that and I can overshadow it, Mm -hmm. you know, and um, I loved that picture and Mm -hmm. that image. So, and I loved hearing as you would message me your feedback of like, oh my goodness, God's favor. And you would message me these things that God Mm -hmm. was doing for you. And um, just to be able to see, even in a situation you were so worked up about Mm -hmm. going into it, how God just showed you over Mm -hmm. and over again that he was in it. And I think one thing that it did for me also was give me a understanding of people that struggle with anxiety a lot Mm -hmm. for whatever it is. Mine happened to be going to doctors, um, which I don't experience very often Mm -hmm. because I don't, I'm healthy. So I don't have to go to doctors very often, but here was this great opportunity for me to experience what a lot of people, even people that I love and mentor and encourage and walk Mm -hmm. with daily through life. Now I have a better understanding of what they feel like and how to help them overcome that Mm -hmm. because I was able to experience the same thing. But I think in life, if we allow it to, those struggles, if you will, those hardships that we walk through, it gives us more compassion. It gives us more wisdom in knowing how to deal with people. And that's something that um, our guest last week, Brittany, brought up was just that, you know, it built her compassion for people walking through Mm -hmm. things like that she had walked through. Mm -hmm. And so I think our experiences do give us that opportunity to really grow ourselves and then be able to, to be more compassionate to people around us. Yeah. And also not just giving up when, when we feel like this might overcome us, Mm -hmm. we have to sometimes push through, we have to walk through it. You know, Mm -hmm. I could have easily said, no, I'm not going to do this. Mm -hmm. But I also would have been missing out on some really great care from some really great doctors. Yeah. And what an awesome peace of mind to go, I just had a complete full on physical and I am good. Yeah. I'm healthy. Other than allergy to cats. I know. (laughs) So friends, put your cats away. (laughs) I don't think I'm actually that allergic to cats. The doctor was like, have you ever been in a place where there are three cats? And I'm looking at him going, 
Oh, heck no. I don't think so. I don't know. Why three? I don't know. We had cats growing up. At, like, I've out, never were outdoor cats. So. Well, and he was like, do you present allergies when you're around cats? And I don't. So I don't know. Maybe the test was flawed. Perhaps. <laughs> we won't tell my son that though. Does he listen to your podcast? Mm, no. Probably not regularly. Okay. So he can't listen to this episode then. <laughs> <laughs> so Heather, as we wrap up, first of all, thanks for sharing that. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. I'm glad that the results were all so positive. Me too. That, but that was complete answered prayer. So It was. Yeah. Yeah. And I had a lot of people praying for me that I would be able to overcome that. Yeah. So I read this Psalm this morning and I want to just read the first portion because I think this will encourage someone. Um, Psalm 145, it said, I will exalt you, my God and King, and I will praise your name forever and ever. I will praise you every day. Yes, I will praise you forever. Great is the Lord. He is most worthy of praise. No one can measure his greatness. Let each generation tell its children of your mighty acts and let them proclaim your power. And I just loved how you had talked to me about, you know, um, the word of your testimony. Mm -hmm. And it just reminded me of when we proclaim the power of God in our lives, we see movement. Yes. And it's not even our own doing. It's just that movement in the spiritual realm that... um, are declaring God's greatness and his glory is able to produce. So listeners, thanks for being a part of this episode. As always, Heather and I do love to pray for you all. So if you have anything um, you'd like prayer for, please message us and we will be praying for you this week. Thank you so much for listening. As always, you can find us on Instagram at the H and H hour, and we would love to hear from you. Have a great week. So Heather, I want to thank our sponsor today. Zeller Electric is a local family-owned electric company. Yes. And they have been operating in our area for over four decades. That's awesome. Yeah. So um, one thing that I think is very interesting and exciting about them is that they're bringing the latest advancements in electrical technology um, and backing it with great integrity, with safety, with dependability. And I'll just speak for my own self. Okay. So I am a stay-at-home mom. Yes. And I... I run my my business and my ministry out of home. Yes. So sometimes I end up doing some of the things like calling for the electrician. Right. And I love having the opportunity to have a local business. Yes, family that, owned. Yeah, that yes. can be trusted and you can just choose to shoot them a call knowing that, okay, they've they've been in the area for so long, so we can trust them. That's awesome. And they'll do things like light your basements. If you need some awesome lights in your basement, maybe you have a dark and dingy basement and you want to bring some light down there. Your outdoor patios. Oh, that's my favorite. Outdoor patios with lights. Oh, so romantic. So awesome. Help with remodeling projects. They can install generators in your home or office. They can do it all. Mm-hmm. So, and the cool thing, Heidi, is that they're offering our listeners a 10% off of their very first service call. If they go and like them on Facebook, so Zeller Electric on Facebook, and if they mention the H&H Hour, they'll get 10% off. Isn't that awesome? That is awesome. All right, so you can learn more by visiting zeller-electric.com. And we'll tag them all on our Instagram and our social media, and you can check them out online.